Hey, I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. This week, we have a special guest, and before I bring her on, I want to tell you a little bit more about her. Her name is Jasmine Chanel Johnson, and she is an entrepreneur and host of the Mom to Mogul podcast. And as a personal brand coach, she teaches women how to start online businesses so they can replace their income, leave their nine to five, and have more time for their kids. She has helped more than 150 women brand themselves online and launch their businesses through her Mom to Mogul program. When she's not working on branding projects, Jasmine inspires millennial moms to have it all by sharing her life on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Hello, Jasmine. Hello, excited to chat. I am so excited. I uh, Before we start and we jump into all the things you do, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. And you do not know what it is going to be, <laughs> unless you've listened to my podcast before, uh, that I'll let you, you might know. So what is your favorite cookie and or cookie memory? Oh, my favorite cookie is actually the most boring one for people, oatmeal raisin. <laughs> and I'm the person who gets excited when I accidentally find the oatmeal raisin instead of the chocolate chip. I knew it. No, it's usually the other right way around. People are <laughs> yeah, because they always think it's chocolate chip, and you're like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, so that's cookie. my favorite cookie. Mm-hmm. So why? What makes it your favorite? Uh, I, don't, I don't like chocolate. So Really? Yeah. Yeah, so it's the only cookie I reach for when there's an option for cookies. So here's my next question. I'm just going to add on because why not? bonus that if it ever has nuts in it Mm, I can do without the nuts okay (laughs) our our taste bud profiles are very opposite (laughs) like a nice walnut would be in there I would be like oh yeah but wow well we know where to send our the 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 redhead stepchild of cookies right That poor cookie gets a bad rap. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you for sharing that. So tell us a little bit first about who you are, what you do, and how you kind of got into uh, this role. We will chat about TikTok, Instagram, but I love the name of your podcast, Moms to Moguls. I just love it so much. Yes, I am a mom of three. I have a seven-year-old, a two-year-old, and a pandemic baby. So it has been an interesting (laughs) two years adjusting to that, but I decided to become a business coach because um, when I first entered the online coaching space, there weren't a lot of programs that supported moms. And so either the calls were happening at inconvenient times or people thought they were less committed because they couldn't show up to every call or do every growth assignment. And then the methods that people were using to build their businesses were like, you're going from city to city speaking engagements and all of these different things. And so I really wanted to help moms see that they can build an online coaching business that still work with their life um, as a mom and still be choose and let their um, family be a priority. So it says that you help moms leave from their corporate jobs. So what were you doing beforehand? 
Yeah, so I was in marketing for 10 years prior to this. So really helping managing brand campaigns and email marketing um, and digital marketing for corporations. So really helping them humanize their brands online is what I did in my corporate career. Uh, and I brought that knowledge over to the online space to help these mamas learn how to market themselves as well. I love that. I mean, we're both in the mom space. You've got a, yeah. you've got kids that are around my age. You've you've got a bigger gap than I do, but that seven year old, right? And yeah. the <laughs> pandemic baby, whoop, mm-hmm. get busy. Uh, <laughs> 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 and uh, we had that conversation before. And so, with um, coaching, because you're you're teaching them how to do a coaching business, do you specialize in certain types of coaching? No. So I have moms across different industry. I have a ton of therapists and counselors and just general people who want to turn their knowledge and experience into something that can help others. And so that's what we really focus on is helping them do that um, and really packaging it into a coaching program. Because when you're transitioning from corporate, a lot of people never had to market themselves or they've never had to teach another person to do the thing that they do. And so we really work on helping them build that knowledge and skill set. I 100% agree because when I came out of corporate, selling and sales and marketing was very easy because they gave me all of the things, the website, yeah. the portals, the, mm-hmm. the, the the brochures I could give people and yeah. I didn't have to think about the logos or anything like that. I could just sell the service, the product, whatever it is. But when you're an entrepreneur doing it yourself, you have to think about all of those things yeah. and you kind of, you, just, you draw a blank. You draw a blank mm-hmm. because we're so close to it. Like right. I can content create for you in like two seconds. For myself, mm-hmm. I'm like, I have no idea. But I'm gonna <laughs> exactly because I know like it doesn't seem teachable, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and and I've I've had this conversation on my show before where everyone should have a coach. Yes, you can yeah. outgrow coaches, but then mm-hmm. you should find someone because you should always trying to be learning because they're just right. they're not better than you. There's a step ahead of you. And so you just meet them where they are. So I think it's very important if you're coming in. So when you, when your person comes to you, Mm -hmm. are they brand new, like not knowing anything or do they have a brand and they're looking to rebrand or they come up with an idea? Like, I'm sure it's a little bit of both, but yeah, it's a little bit of both. So the fun part is I have women who just have an idea, but they don't know how to get started. And then I have some who have maybe sold services online before, but they're ready to move from that one-to-one to actually creating a group coaching program or something that they can turn into a course so that they can free up more of their time. And so what we really look at is how do you position yourself as an expert so that now when you're entering this face, you still have that confidence. Um, Because for a lot of new entrepreneurs, they don't have that confidence. They're leaving work. It feels scary. It feels like something new. And so we really work on that confidence first and then move into how do you position yourself as an expert? And then what processes and messaging do you need to put in place to continue to make sales from there? Sure. And do you help them find like their ICA, their ideal client avatar? Do you, do you actually work on their branding with like the digital copy and things like that as well? Yeah. So we're working on all of those things. Uh, We focus on three main sectors. So first mastering their mindset. 
uh, because for moms, especially a lot of times we have some mind trash we have to work through yes, around mom guilt and boundaries and asking your partner for help, you know, while you're biz- building the business. And so we really focus on that part first. And so a lot of them are surprised how overextended they are in the home and how that's interfering with their ability to actually build the business. And then we move from really magnifying their message. So how do you grow your brand visibility? How do you build that confidence that you know who your target audience is and that you know how to create messages that speak to them? And then we really dive into content, which is my favorite part, Um, really helping them create that content that resonates. You know, it's a lot, it's a lot different to scroll online and just see something and like it for the sake of liking it versus see something and reading like this person knows me, they are living the same exact life and you really feel connected. We really work on that type of content um, so they can build their brand a lot quicker. That's amazing. And typically how long does it take for you to work with somebody and, and get them really clear? Or do you, I'm sure you meet them where they are, or do you start them from the beginning? Cause I I personally, I think that everyone should always look at it because what we think we know, or you don't know what you don't know kind of thing, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we build from the ground up and we work together for eight weeks. And so from the time they come to me to the end of the eight weeks, they have a full marketing plan. They have their coaching program fully written out. They know their transformation that they're providing to people. They're confident showing up in their content. And then I think what makes my program unique as well is that they learn how to plan their corporate exit. So they know what they need to focus on for the next 12 to 18 months. If they want to quit their job, realistically, they know how much to save. They know what investments they can expect. We work through all of those things. So they really have this full-fledged plan to not only build the business, launch it, but plan their corporate exit confidently. Because a lot of the women I work with, you know, their role in the household matters. Um, their income matters for a lot of them. And so they can't just quit of an emotion. Yeah. <laughs> so they have to have a plan. And so we make sure they're not quitting off emotion. And that comes from my own background. The first time I quit corporate America, it was out of emotion. And I had to turn myself and go right back oh, two no. years ago <laughs> after failing at entrepreneurship the first time. Um, and so we really work on making sure they have that solid foundation so they don't have to make that same mistake. Wow. And you know, you don't ever hear a lot of people admit their failures. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. it is what it is. You guys, like if you start a business, it doesn't mean it's going to work the first time. Yeah. And that doesn't also mean you stop. It just exactly. means you kind of take a look and you just see what else you can do. And maybe it's timing. Uh, mm-hmm. Can we dive into that a little bit? Cause I was going to yeah. ask for you. So I don't, what, your husband works Mm-hmm. Two, I'm assuming okay. you have three kids. Mm-hmm. Kids are very yeah. expensive. Uh, they're hungry. <laughs> yeah, uh, Seven-year-olds mm-hmm. eat jazz at home. Yes. And, you know, and uh, so when, how long have you been out of corporate America? So I am going on three years full-time. Three years full-time. Three and years. so mm-hmm. when one, um, maybe one of your clients or maybe for you personally, when you were making that decision, I'm sure you work on this with your clients as well, where you have to overcome the fear of the unknown of actually leaving that paycheck because Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, it's right there. Maybe I don't like it, but man, do I like being able to pay bills or getting my nails done, whatever that is funding. So that's a really huge objection for someone to have to overcome. Yeah. So what we work on is really helping them make their first $1,000 quickly And so the way that we do that, we simply look at a skill that they already have, um, that's something that people come to them for advice on, and we turn it into a masterclass. And we say, hey, we're going to put a $100 price tag on this masterclass, and you go out and get 10 people to sign up for this class. Once these ladies 
see that they can make a thousand dollars in a week or a weekend or for some of them texting a few friends and all of a sudden they have a 10 students in their master class the whole game changes for them because they see that they can kind of make money on demand. So that's the first thing we have them do is to have that quick win. And then from there, we really look at from a practical standpoint, what bills would you want your business to cover? And so they slowly begin to see one client can take care of your, you know, your car payment or your insurance and things like that as they build and they realize, okay, this is truly could be possible for me. And now I just have to work my process and replicate it um, until I'm making those consistent money each month that I'm looking for. Sure. So my mm-hmm. question for you, and this has come up before, is the spouse. How do you I talk to a lot of husbands? <laughs> I bet I was gonna want I mean I've I've been on sales conversations where we've had yeah. the husband and the wife together and just uh-huh. be like trying to talk through it because it's it's a mindset thing, it's a fear thing. Yeah. Maybe they don't want to approach their spouse about it, or maybe the spouse is like, oof, I don't know, or it, you yeah. know, it, there's a lot of different things depending on that person. So for you, did you I mean it sounds like you have a very supportive husband, so but did you have that, um, not fear or well, probably a fear a little bit, but, yeah. uh, because you did do it once and failed and had to go back. Uh, exactly. but maybe for, with the spouse part of things. Yeah. So it was scary for me the first time because sometimes when your spouse doesn't necessarily see the vision that you see, they're like, you're asking them to bet on something that they can't even see. <laughs> and so the first thing for even the women who don't sign up for my program, but maybe I talk to them on a discovery call or something, I tell them, go sit down and write out your vision, like make it clear what it is you want to do. What are your revenue goals for the business? How do you see making this happen within the next two to three years Um, and present that first and then start doing some of the groundwork. So even before you invest in a coaching program, like have you done market research? on your ideal client? Have you, you know, tested your product or your service? Have you tried offering it for free to see if friends or family will sign up for it first to really test the idea? And then I always tell the wives and, you know, the partners I work with the, the results, go get the results and that will help your spouse buy into it quicker. Um, because that'll help you see that you have some skin in the game and that you are committed. And so, it's kind of unfortunately for me, a lot of the women I work with have tried a lot of other things. So maybe they were a photographer or they had all these expensive hobbies that their husbands have invested in. And so that's another part of another layer to the conversation. Yes. So yes. Um, Cause he's like, she hasn't used the camera that I bought her for this. YouTube oh, channel no. that she wants to start. Um, and so we work, therapist. That, right? <laughs> we, work, we work through that around this time is different because she has support and accountability and community is so important. And maybe she wasn't able to articulate these goals to you, but here's how, you know, I see it working. Here's how the, you know, you can lay out a strategy to kind of help predict some of your success. Sure. I think with, I would say, I mean, I'm not going to speak for all men because I know there's some men that listen to this podcast. Uh, (laughs) And so I won't, I won't make you mad, but a lot of them are not visionary. Maybe like we just work Mm -hmm. differently. Our brains work differently. Women just, right. It's not hopes and dreams. We're not, um, pitching on that. And so being super strategic with how you present it, their results. Exactly. I mean, you have to do that Mm -hmm. when you're selling to someone to buy your, your program anyway, (laughs) results driven, you know, Mm -hmm. testimonials. So you have to kind of treat them like 
look what Sally said. And look, you know, right. this is what I've done. And look how much I've brought in. And oh, look. So it shows, right? You have to get some more, like some credibility almost, which is kind of yeah. a pain. Uh, but, you know, that takes some planning. Yeah. And then I think timing of the conversation is so important. So a lot of these <laughs> These ladies, sometimes they're super excited because they got this idea in the dream, as in, in a dream or in the shower and they run out and blurt out this, you know, not fully formulated idea that they're excited about. And it's hard sometimes if you're missing or there's holes in the plan for your spouse to get on board. So that's why I always tell them the idea may be brilliant. Take a step back. What it, would it look like for you to actually achieve this? What are the steps? What are the investments involved in doing that? And then present it. And then also, I think sometimes, and I've just learned this in marriage, we are having the conversation like he's in the middle of working or transitioning from something. We are not sitting down having a specific conversation. He's probably not going to remember that you were super excited about this. Um, And so you want to time the conversation, set a time on your calendar and say, hey, babe, this is what I have in mind. Can we sit down on Sunday at 12 and talk about this thing? That way they know what to expect and you know what to bring to the table as well. Absolutely. I've actually had a, a past podcast episode about finances and money and how uh, <laughs> yes. she's a finance coach and you're like, you plan you, like a date and it's yes. on the calendar and you put the phones away. If you have a bad day, you just kind of put it aside and you get into the space of talking about like almost like business because you don't want to be talking about it. Like coming off of a a phone call that like your boss just chewed you out or, you know, it's five o'clock and the kids are about to get home kind of thing. Right. So you plan it, especially conversation. So treat it as such and not just a, Hey babe, I was thinking about Uh blah, blah, blah. Like, whoa hey like and then I also on the flip side it it could almost dim the flame of yeah. the mom mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. then if she's not timing it right it won't feel received and then that could create a whole another problem which is mm-hmm. a therapy session for for the therapist <laughs> but like you don't hear me or she won't feel like maybe she'll feel um, more uh insecure about it you know, yeah, it's already a scary thing mm-hmm. and unsupported. And maybe like the idea itself isn't good when really it was just the timing. Right. Cause that's mm-hmm. the worst is when you're really excited and then you're like, oh yeah. man, maybe it's not so great. And then you start talking that self-doubt and imposter syndrome a little bit kind of kicks in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's important. And I'm super excited that you're helping women because with this, because a lot of my clients have that fear of success almost, or even the fear mm-hmm. of failure there's a lot that want to leave their jobs, but they're scared. And recently, a lot of them have come up with that. Their spouses aren't as supportive or maybe their friends are, mm-hmm. uh, they understand like what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, definitely. And that is one of the reasons that I went into it to create this community of moms um, to give them that permission slip that it is okay for you to have ambitions outside of motherhood. It doesn't mean you don't love your kids. It doesn't mean you aren't committed to your family and your marriage just because you have these desires. But I think especially in the pandemic, a lot of ladies woke up and realized how much has been put on the back burner and we all had to kind of slow down for that period of time when we were on lockdown. And so I think some of those dreams reawakened for a lot of people. Yeah, I 100%. I think everyone had to get really creative and Mm -hmm. thought this could be a business. I mean, tutoring, oh man, like all these different things that have yeah. And then it's time to go back into the corporate world and pajama pants on a zoom call. So you don't want to go in and put slacks on and heels mm-hmm. and go mm-hmm. 
nine to five, right? So they're seeing the other side of things. Exactly. I love it so much. So let's talk a little more about your program and how you can help some of our listeners. If anyone's listening and wants to dive into moms to moguls, cause I think I'm obsessed by the way, with that <laughs> um, I just love it. Yeah. So it is a eight week group coaching program. And we really focus on, again, those three M's, your mindset. So really mastering your mindset. So you have habits and routines in place to actually support your success. And so um, making sure that you're overcoming those limiting beliefs, you're not procrastinating, um, you're not allowing, you know, self-sabotaging habits to hold you back. Uh, We also work on really magnifying your message. So growing your brand visibility, creating that content that captivates so you can launch your brand. And then my favorite part is taking all of those ideas that you've been sitting on for years and years or that have been in your journal and figuring out which one is the moneymaker, like which one is the one that is your program, that is your rallying cry to the world, um, that that is something that you can package up into a coaching program. And then from there, we work on launching it um, and then planning your corporate exit. So for those moms who desire to quit within the next 12 to 18 months, they do that. And then those ones who maybe don't want to quit until 10 years from now. They have a plan to do it when they're ready. Um, And so the next cohort will start in August. And so I'm super excited to welcome another set of rich mamas who are ready to become moguls. Love it. And I'm assuming it's, it's time just right when school is starting and (laughs) in focus. And for those listening and are interested, the links to uh, the program and everything like that will be in the show notes. So I encourage you to go check that out because it sounds very powerful. Eight weeks is an amazing time span to really work through all of those things. Uh, And you're helping a lot of women and um, I will will fully be supporting you because I just, (laughs) it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And so where can uh, our listeners find you? Yeah, so I spend the most time on Instagram and TikTok. So you can find me over on Instagram at underscore Jasmine Chanel, same name on TikTok. Um, And then my website is jasminechanel.com. Awesome. Thank you. And just so for my listeners, they... They like the reels that I do in the TikToks. And just so you guys know, if you love my stuff, go and check out her TikTok because she has one that hit what you said, 4 million. Yeah. Four, Almost four million. million guys like that. I can't hold a candle to that. Like I was really excited about my 500,000 from the car crashing down the side of the road on the ice storm. She's got 4 million hits on one. Uh, amazing. And so go check it out. I strongly encourage it. And I now watch her because I'm like, what can I do to get that? (laughs) But she's really very fantastic. And you also uh, provide a lot of value on your TikToks. You teach a lot of things that are really relevant to the space. And so I I just highly encourage it for sure. Thank you. You're so welcome. Well, thank you so much for being here. And hopefully we can, you know, do this again soon. Yeah, sounds good. And I appreciate you being here. And guys, I really do, again, encourage you guys to go check her out. And all the links will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Chaos and Cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.